Do you get frustrated with the planning process because your plans never really work out? It doesn't happen the way you planned, and so you feel like planning is a waste of time. This might be because you're over-planning. Hi, I'm Misty Winkler, homemaker and homeschooling mom, author of the book, The Convivial Homeschool, gospel encouragement for keeping your sanity while living and learning alongside your kids. I'm here to help you organize your attitude and dig into the good work that God has called you to do in your home. I'm so glad you found me here on the Simply Convivial podcast, short but meaty focus sessions to help you banish overwhelm and perfectionism so you can manage family life cheerfully and competently. Today, I have a clip to share with you from a recent session inside Convivial Circle. Every week inside my community, Convivial Circle, I show up and give about a 20-minute seminar about a monthly topic. And our monthly topic was just evening reviews, which involve reviewing your plan and making a plan for the next day. But we often end up discouraged by the planning process because our days don't seem to work out the way we plan them. But one reason our plans don't work out is that we have attempted to over-engineer our lives. We've gotten too specific. We've tried to pack too much in. We have too high of expectations of how much discretionary time we really have during our day. Over-planning will make any plan crash and burn. So in this clip, I talk about why we overplan, how to diagnose whether or not we're overplanning, and what to do about it. Grab a basket of laundry to fold and let's dig in. I thought we should talk about why we overplan. Overplanning is something that makes our weekly reviews take too long and maybe makes us procrastinate doing them in the first place because we think that we're supposed to be over-planning, over-engineering everything. And then with the evening reviews also, it will trip up our evening reviews if we over-plan. But we tend to over-plan because, maybe because we think that it's our job to control what's going to happen in the future. And if we are planning out of a sense of control, then there's a lot of details that have to be in line for what we want to happen to actually happen. There are all kinds of contingencies or consequences that follow a certain decision. And if it's our job to control the outcome of things, then we really do need to marshal all those details to try to line them all up so that our idea of what should happen does happen. Now, of course, our goal ought not be to control the outcome or the situation because the outcome of the situation is not ours to control. As I like to say, the only kind of control we're told to have in the Bible is self-control. So, Any planning that we do should be a tool of self-control. 
not a tool of controlling other people or controlling the situation or controlling the outcome. Another reason that we might overplan is that are just not really comfortable with planning yet. We don't know what matters. We don't know what decisions are going to be the most helpful to outline for ourselves. We don't know how to make a realistic plan. And so we try to cover all our bases. And maybe we're just practicing thinking everything through. And if we think about planning as practicing thinking things through, then even if we end up over planning something, over complicating it, over engineering, and the plan doesn't actually work out, we don't do things. We don't do it. We don't do what we planned. It's not a failure and it wasn't a waste of time. Because while making the plan, what we were actually doing was just thinking through all the details and realizing what all the factors that go into it. And that is a kind of mental preparation that then helps us adapt to the reality that's unfolding before us. And the goal in that case is not to make the plan happen as we wrote it out. But all that thinking and writing things out helped us be in a place where then we could make a good decision on the fly. And even if we over plan, it's not always a bad thing. It's just a bad thing if you think that then you are supposed to make that plan that you made actually happen whether it was a time budget or it was your weekly dashboard or it was your housework plan or whatever it was that was all lined out and it looked so good on paper. Then a real day happens and nothing unfolds exactly the way that it was written out beforehand. So we're tempted to think I'm bad at this or this plan didn't work or whatever, I'm a failure, whatever. Even if we overplanned, the point of making the plan is to have thought through what needs to happen. And you put that down in some form on paper. And that makes you prepared to be adaptable and flexible and resilient on the fly because things aren't taking you by surprise, or at least not as much by surprise. You have thought through what needs to happen. You've thought through about what's most important. What are you responsible for really doing? And no matter what form that took on paper, the exercise of writing some things out and thinking those processes through is what makes you able to properly relate to the real life that unfolds, even if what actually happened looks not at all like what you planned. And that doesn't mean the plan was a waste of time. There's the planning quote. Well, there are several. There are several that are all by like military generals, right? 
the to fail to plan is to plan to fail. No plan survives first contact with the enemy. We don't want to think about our children or even time as an enemy. The sentiment there works. It translates to our day. No plan survives first contact with reality, with the actual day, actual time. There's another one, though, that I was thinking of. It's something about planning is everything. Everything doesn't follow the plan, but planning is everything. I forget. Okay. I'll have to look up my planner quotes again. But the strategic minds in the past have come up with pithy mottos to remind themselves and the people around them or the people learning from them that the po making a plan is important. But it's not important because having made a plan, then we make the plan happen. Even if nothing unfolds the way that we planned, having the plan, making the plan, thinking things through was the point. It is that process of making the plan where the real work is and the real benefit is. Sometimes we think, okay, I'm pouring all this effort into this plan so that when the day comes, I'll just follow the plan. I'll just, I won't have to think about anything. I'll just do it. I'll just follow it. I'll obey it. This is what will happen. This is what I will execute. I'm going to run the plan as if it's code and I'm a computer. And then the program works if my code is correct. But that is a false analogy to real people and real life. We are not computers running strings of code. And if we write correct code, everything works according to plan. That's a false analogy. The benefit happens in the planning process and in writing notes to self to help you stay on target. But the target is the real underlying goal. The target isn't doing things exactly according to plan. The target is glorifying God and enjoying him forever training our children in the way that they should go. The goal, the target is a big picture thing. And this is why having purpose statements and habit statements and all the various statement activities that I have you do in the courses, all of those are exercises in helping us remember where we're aiming, what that target is. Because the conditions that we actually face in a given day or situation change. And so our aim has to change or our position has to change and adjust to stay on target. But we also have to know the real target to stay on target. And the real target is not running the plan as if it was a code and we were computers. Perspective comes from experience and not from the plan.
So we do just have to jump in with a plan or without a plan and iterate. But we actually learn from our experiences by living those experiences. Instead of being afraid of getting the experience, which sometimes we are over planning because we don't like the unknown. We don't want to jump in because when we don't know how things are going to go. But a lot of times it's just fear of the unknown. And making a plan doesn't really help you predict the future any better. The future is still unknown. And we just move forward into it step by step, day by day. We also won't be plopped into the middle of the future. We go a step at a time. So it unfolds before us. And when we are taking that in and working with that, with the reality, the situation as it's happening, then we learn, we grow, we adapt, we are able to better and better prepare with less and less precision, with less and less over planning. But that ability comes with experience. And over planning is not a way to know or predict the future. It's not a safeguard. It's just a way of thinking things through and preparing ourselves to move forward. And that's it for this episode of the Simply Convivial podcast. If you're enrolled in Convivial Circle, then you can find the full 20-minute seminar replay on the member-only podcast. This was the August 29th seminar, so you can go find that. But do you know what to do when you feel overwhelmed? A weekly review is the foundational baby step that you need to combat the open loops in your life that are making you feel crazy. Now, a weekly review might not feel like a baby step. It can feel like a vague and mysterious process where you're not even sure that you're doing it right. That's why I have the Mom's Weekly Review Masterclass. All members of Convivial Circle have anytime access to this five-week masterclass but we'll be working on it together with extra accountability starting December 1st. Having a weekly review in place is a great way to begin the new year. So to do the Mom's Weekly Review Masterclass with us in December, you can enroll in Convivial Circle or register just for the masterclass itself. You can find a link in the description below or go to simplyconvivial.com slash review. That's simplyconvivial.com slash review. And you can get started with that today.